This podcast is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. Don't get spooked by planned giving. Name a Valley nonprofit in your estate plan and create a legacy that tells future generations what mattered to you. Making a gift that costs nothing during your lifetime is easy and revocable if things change. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the Valley forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Your action will inspire others to make a difference in their own way. Remember the Valley. Ask your accountant, financial planner, or attorney about planned giving options. Plan now, give later, impact tomorrow. Learn more at valleygivesback.org. Hey everybody, it's Eugene Driscoll of ValleyIndy.org. Welcome to Navel Gazing, the Valley Indie Podcast. I almost forgot the name of my own podcast for a second there. That was a little weird. I have a little too much going on. But my guest this week is Valerie Knight Deganji from the Valley Community Foundation. And we are going to be talking about the latest edition, the 2019 Valley Community Index. Uh, Valerie, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Eugene. My pleasure. What's your title role at the Valley Community Foundation? I know I've asked you this before, but not everybody writes everything down. Uh, I know. It's fine. I'm, I'm actually the program officer here at VCF. And what's a program officer do at a community foundation? So I oversee uh, our grant process, and I also oversee um, many of the projects and programs that are um, related to community um, input and impact out, out um, throughout the Valley. So that's kind of my job. And what was your role in the Valley Community Index? So my role at VCF was to serve as the project manager and also as the community liaison. So it was my job to help bring folks together to talk about the data points that Data Haven was able to uncover for us and to also convene conversations so that people could learn a little bit more about what data points uh, were important to include in this next 2019 index. And so let's talk about uh, backing up for a second and looking at the bigger picture. What exactly is the Valley Community Index? So the Community Index is a single source data document, and what that means is that it is chock full of data points that currently examine the needs and opportunities that exist in all of the Valley Towns, which are for us in Sonia, Beacon Falls, Derby, um, Oxford, Seymour, Shelton, and Naugatuck. Right, so we have seven communities that we are uh, looking at all of the the um, positives and and the things that could use some changes and things that we feel uh, could really benefit from uh, bringing some highlights to um, for folks to to really look a little bit more 
in depth into. And so we're talking about all kinds of data. This is basically, I mean, it's not a phone book of data, but it's a it's a hefty document that if you, uh, if the average person were to pick it up and read it, it gives you an incredible glimpse of what's going on in the valley in terms of housing, uh, demographics, health. What are some of the? Is there like is it divided into key topics or, or anything like that? And who collects yes, all the data? That's correct, Eugene. Yes, and and in the last one, uh, we were not able to because it was our baseline. So we were not able to examine any trends. But now that we have have had three years worth of data gathering, we now have trend data to be able to show. So each one of the chapters that you're describing, things like economics, things like health, uh, will have trend data points that are actually going to be highlighted right for people to, to grab onto when they first open up the section. So you're going to open up the, the index and you're going to be able to flip through and see these key trend data points that have occurred since the last index happened in 2016. And uh, I know, I mean, you're, you're not the author per se, and you're not the person, I guess, who's going to be taking and putting this information to some type of action plan. You're sort of the facilitator of the project and you help these discussions happen. But I was wondering if you could go over some of the key findings or some of the data in there that jumps out and might be of interest to the average Valley resident. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to pick a couple out for you. Uh, the first one, I think, is very positive. The Valley's four-year graduation rate has increased from 83% in 2011 to 90% in 2017, which is really awesome. Um, I also can tell you that uh, the rate of um, home ownership uh, has raised from 68 to 72% between 1980 and 2017. However, Eugene, there are significant disparities in home ownership between racial and ethnic groups. In 2017, the homeowner Ownership rate among white households in the valley was 78%, but only 41% and 48% for black and Latino households. Hmm. So there was definitely some, some differences going on. And last but not least, uh, the rate of non-adequate prenatal care in the valley, which means that the mother went to fewer than 80% of the expected prenatal care visits or didn't start the visits until her second trimester, rose from 11.3% uh, in uh, 2016 to 2010 um, to 16.4% um, in 2011 to 2015, and that represents a 45% increase compared to a 14% statewide increase. So there's some things going on that we really need to delve into a little bit further and, and do some deeper dives into um, finding out why these things are happening. And uh, as you were making uh, a good point, of course, your my phone rang, and you got people got to hear my bizarre uh, ringtone for a second. So I apologize <laughs> for that. But just going back to the, uh, it is unfortunate it happened when it did. But uh, uh, prenatal care and that forty five percent increase, which is way above uh, the statewide. Uh, that data. is correct. Yeah, so that's yes, one. Is there like, what what happens to that info? Like, do we know why that is, and how would this community index? Uh, help address that problem? 
So that's a very good question, and, and we need to do more research into finding out why that is. Is it a question of the mothers don't have the ability to get to the appointments, right? Is it a transportation issue? Mm-hmm. Is it a child care issue? Do they have, you know, a problem um, having a child care for, you know, younger children that they may have in the house that they just can't leave alone, nor can they necessarily take them with them, you know, to a visit? So there's a lot of other factors that are coming into play that we really need to look into. The one thing that I can say is that um, I know that uh, the folks that are really working with these particular data points, the the health issues specifically, uh, Griffin Hospital and the Naugatuck Valley Health District and the uh, Yale Griffin Prevention Research Center are all coming together to address these um, because it's part of the work that they do um, through the Community Health Improvement process. They have identified uh, three areas of of need that they are going to do these um, more extensive uh, data dives into and then coming up with some solutions as to how to address them. So there are three specific areas um, that have been already uh, lifted up in in the index. Uh, They are, as far as health goes, uh, heart disease, this maternal child health issue that we've just discussed, Mm -hmm. as well as uh, behavioral uh, health issues, specifically focusing on substance abuse, which, as everyone knows, is just such a a climbing um, issue here in the Valley and across the country and something that needs to be addressed. And uh, about the, yes, I was going to bring that up, the the substance abuse. Uh, There is some uh, data that is going to be that's coming out of the 2019 Valley Community Index. Uh, if I can, absolutely, you have yeah, it in front if, of you. If I you want, I, yeah. Yeah, I can share a little bit about about that with you. So yeah, and before uh, you between, do, because one thing one thing yeah. that you hear, uh, uh, there's been some articles recently. Uh, CT Merrill, which is a great nonprofit uh, statewide uh, investigative site. I'm sorry, it's CT Hit, uh, the Connecticut Health Investigative Network, and then the article is republished on uh, on uh, CT Merrill. They talked about uh, a, a local pharmacy had uh, high rates of of of, of giving out or, or filling prescriptions for uh, opioids and all that, and was sort of painted this picture like the uh, situation in the Valley was worse than anywhere else. But I'm not sure the data actually, it's bad, of course. I'm not trying to downplay it, but it's not quite as uh, as bad as we think it may be. Is that right? Or am I completely off the mark here? So um, I'm going to give you this Sorry. And let's see. We, no, no, it's perfectly fine. So uh, between 2015 and 2018, the Valley averaged about a, a little over 30 drug overdoses, uh, overdose deaths per 100,000 residents per year. All right. And compare that to the state's rate of 24, a little over 24 per 100,000. Okay. If you just look at opiate and opioid related deaths, the rates become 28.8, so almost 29% in the valley and 22.8 for the state. So there is a difference, right, between the valley and the state, um, and it is something that we need to be aware of and and something that I know that not only the, the folks that are working in, in the, the health um, community are, are focusing on, but others as well, right, because it's not simply all about um, health and, and it is there are so many, again, other factors that come into play, and that's one of the areas that I 
know uh, that this group is working on for the health improvement plan. And there is going to be a unveiling of sorts, for lack of a better word, of this uh, study or index, this report coming up in October, am I correct? What, what that is de- correct. What are the details Tuesday, on October that? October 22nd, and, I, and I'm just going to throw them right out at you. <laughs> the doors are going to open uh, at uh, 7.45 in the Cinto Auditorium in Shelton. Uh, it will be a panel discussion, and the program is going to run from 8 to 10 in the morning. Uh, Cinto Auditorium is a three-corporate drive, and it's the first floor of that building, and we're delighted that we will have a panel of experts um, featuring local community leaders that are going to highlight the changing needs and opportunities that exist here um, in the Valley region. And you said Tuesday, October 22nd, is that right? That is correct. Yes, I, sir. I went to the, uh, I guess, the initial unveiling of that baseline uh, report. Yes, when, that's right. You, you were there. When that's was that? That's exactly right. When was uh, that? Back, wait, that was back in 2016, if you can believe okay. that time has flown that much. <sighs> yes, and yeah. uh, we're, so we're just so very excited to be able to kind of use this index to pick up where that one left off and to, to look at, as I said, the trends that have been occurring, as well as some, some new issues, because back then we we did not have any data in the 2016 index about the opi- the opioid crisis, and now we do. So and it's it's really important to include new things as well. And for anybody who's listening, uh, that 2016 panel was very informative. Uh, you know, this might sound like dry material, but what the uh, VCF had. Uh, and Griffin Hospital, I guess, helped out, helped organizing it Correct. too. But, yep. but basically, yep. had all these people who deal with all these issues on an everyday basis talking about what they're dealing with and what the data means and what they're seeing. It really is a glimpse uh, into the, the Naugatuck Valley and just incredibly interesting and, and useful information. So, can the public go to that? Can anybody go to that? Absolutely, Eugene. And, okay. and as a matter of fact, what I was going to say is one of one of the ways that we wanted to make it very interactive is to be able to have not only the panel talk about the issues of the day, but also to have the audience ask questions, right? Mm. And and to get answers back from folks about what's going on. So it will be an opportunity for people not only to sit and listen, but to also hopefully have the questions that they are are you know hearing from the panel. Hopefully have them them answered. So um, absolutely. Uh, there is limited seating so that if people are interested in attending, which we certainly welcome and love to have, uh, there is information about how to register for attending uh, the October 22nd presentation on our website. So, um, And that's um, valleyfoundation.org, right? So feel free to visit our website and all of the information about how you can attend is right up there. And then going back to that 2016 report, or that baseline report, were there any groups or task force or committees that were formed and tackled a given problem or issue, not necessarily a problem, that that was revealed in that initial report? Uh, What's been done? Have there been any positive outcomes uh, thanks yes. to this data. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple of really neat things have, have, have surfaced. One of them is that um, there was a, a group of uh, religious leaders of uh, from all different uh, faiths uh, that had um, come about to form the Valley Interfaith Council. Uh, they Several members had attended the presentation and then uh, decided that they wanted to come together to work on um, various issues that they heard um, that were 
explained and addressed um, at that particular meeting. So that was very exciting. And I just want to share with you that one of the key data points that surfaced in the previous index, um, Eugene, was that in 2014, 26% of children ages 0 to 17 lived in low-income households in the Valley. By 2017, that number has risen to 28% overall. Mm -hmm. And in some areas in the Valley, that reaches between 60 to 80%. So a working group of 27 stakeholders from multiple sectors have come together to form the Valley Childhood Poverty Collective Impact Group, um, which was formed in 2017 to dig deeper into that data. And um, the group is planning uh, to work on short and long-term strategies to address the root causes of childhood poverty and their effects here in the Valley. And that's right here in our hometown. Right here, so right here in this area. Yeah, it's amazing that, that you know, and, and and certainly, you know, for, for the folks that are working in this area, those, those numbers are unbelievably high. And, and we have come together and, and as a group, and, you know, we, VCF is a, a member of that group, and, you know, we're actively working to come up with some solutions to address um, what the causes are of childhood poverty, because we realize that one group can't do this all together. It really does take everyone working together and doing their individual pieces in order to address systems change. And then, Valerie, you had mentioned at the very beginning of the interview, Data Haven. Explain what that group is and how they helped uh, with this index. So Data Haven is is our partner and our, our data miner in this entire um, process to be able to gather uh, the key data points that are uh, that are focusing on um, the issues here in the valley. They have also come up with the community well being survey. So um, there have been over a thousand residents that were um, specifically surveyed here in the valley in 2018 to determine um, things like how safe do they feel of walking in their neighborhood at night and how engaged are they in their community in terms of, you know, voting in elections or attending programs at libraries. And so, you know, they are really the ones that have been able to pull all of this data together for us to examine what things are, are really the, the key data issues and the key indicators that are here in the Valley for us to be able to look at and say, yes, we need to get some more information about this. So they, they continue to put all of this information together for us and have really pulled all of these pieces together into this one particular document, which is just a, a wonderful place for people to, to get more information. And Valerie, I want to thank you uh, for coming on the podcast and sharing this important information. Obviously, it's important work uh, you're doing at the Valley Community Foundation and all these community groups uh, that are involved from Griffin Hospital all the way uh, down. I know there's a ton of different uh, uh, groups that, that are sort of carrying this forward, and uh, thank you for that. Thank you, Eugene, and we hope to see people out on Tuesday, October 22nd uh, from 8 to 10 in the morning at Cento Towers Auditorium to learn more. Register at valleyfoundation.org. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Valerie. For hundreds of years, we brought you the news. For the info, we gave you the clues. 
Dinosaur. 